a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, KSL News Time 530. KSL's top story this hour. Cedar City police are working to figure out why a teen showed up with a gun outside a school and is accused of threatening students in the parking lot. We get the updated information this morning from KSL News Radio's Adam Small. Adam? Amanda, investigators say this started Monday when the boy pulled a gun on four students at Canyon View High School. He left the area, but police say he came back an hour later and physically assaulted another student. Canyon View High and Fiddler's Elementary were both placed on lockdown yesterday while police attempted to arrest the suspect. Cedar City Community Relations Officer Gabrielle Costello tells KSL-TV they're just grateful everyone's safe at this point. We are trying to figure out what that motive is, but as of this time, we're just thankful that he and all of our students are separated and our students are safe. Costello says the boy was taken into custody and will now face multiple charges. Reporting live, Adam Small, KSL News Radio. Now let's talk about that weather with Matt Johnson. There is another snowstorm moving across the state, but where you're at is going to have a lot to do with how much snow you get. Snow showers will be increasing this morning, so depending on the time that you leave your house to commute, you could see dry roads, you could see a little bit of snow. Wasatch Front and Cache Valley going for one to three inches. Wasatch back, three to six. Maybe some of you pushing eight. Beaver to Cedar City, 4 to 8 inches with this storm. Central Mountains, 8 to 16, the same for the Northern Mountains. Good news is we've got a lot of practice at this. Uh, Matt says southern and southeastern Utah are going to feel the brunt of the storm. It should be moving out by this afternoon or the evening. Snowblowers around the state have been getting a lot of use this winter with our record-breaking storms. KSL News Radio's Dale Spaulding has more. When is the best time to get your snowblower ready for a big storm? Small engine repair shops are saying last fall. According to Steve's Broken Toys owner, Steve Yancey, he's taken calls from West Jordan and up to Park City, but not because machines are breaking down. I haven't seen a lot of breakage. Uh, this last storm was unique in that it was a lot of snow. Um, the smaller single-stage snowblowers that are pretty popular here in the Salt Lake Valley didn't do so well. When you're ready to store your snowblower, Yancey recommends you drain the gas and run the machine until it dies so there's no fuel in the system. Dale Spaulding, KSL News Radio. People living in San Bernardino County continue to get pounded with winter storms. Rick O'Brien runs a plumbing business and is trying to reach uh, people who have burst pipes, but a lot of the mountain roads are closed. My shop, my trucks, all my guys, I had to send them to another job with no tools today because all their tools and everything are up there. Some people in the California area say they feel like they're living in the North Pole. KSL's top national stories this hour. Three police officers were shot while serving an arrest warrant in Kansas City overnight. Obviously, whoever was shooting with, at them, I would um, I would assume that they knew that they were police because they knocked and announced. And when I say knock and announce, I mean knocked on the door, police. That's when you announce that you are the police. Kansas City Police Chief Stacy Graves says her officers drove themselves to the hospital and all three are expected to recover. Cranes have been brought in now to try and move mangled train cars following a collision in Greece. 
a passenger train slammed head-on into a freight train. Hellenic Train Company says about 350 people were aboard the passenger train that departed from Athens, adding firefighters and Hellenic train personnel rushed to the scene, participating in rescue operations and providing assistance. Dozens of victims were taken to hospitals, some with serious injuries, but officials say the severity of the collision has made it extremely difficult to free people trapped. ABC's Lionel Moise reporting. First look traffic now takes us over to you, Andy. Amanda, the drive through the Salt Lake Valley in Davis County looking really good so far today. Weather's not a factor like it was yesterday, especially up north. The only place where it is a factor is for traffic looks like trying to get between Park City and Heber along Highway 40 this morning. Everything else is uh, pretty pretty quiet as you're getting up this morning. I'm Andy Farnsworth from the KSL Traffic Center. The Conservative Political Action Conference, better known as CPAC, gets underway today near Washington, D.C., but some well-known Republicans won't be there. You've got a group of Republicans who essentially weren't invited at all or disinvited themselves because the crowd is perceived as uh, so MAGA-friendly. A lot of potential candidates weren't invited, and others, like Mike Pence, decided not to go, maybe because there's a cloud, maybe also because this is such a Trumpy crowd that he might get booed. Then you've got Others, uh, including most prominently Ron DeSantis, who think, you know what, I may be able to do my own thing. There's a fissure inside the Republican Party. ABC political director Rick Klein says DeSantis is speaking at a spinoff conference being held in Florida. Former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley and former Vice President Mike Pence will also be speaking at that Florida event. A third person has been charged in connection with the death of a man whose body was found off the side of the freeway in Tooele County last month. The 51-year-old woman is charged with four counts of obstructing justice. She is the mother of a man charged for the murder of 42-year-old Anthony Bracamonte. The defense continues to push back in the high-profile case of a South Carolina attorney accused of killing his wife and son. In court yesterday, prosecutors attacked the defense's crime scene experts who claimed there could have been two shooters. Can the defense include, to the exclusion of all other possibilities, two shooters? Absolutely not. And they cast doubt on how the defense says Paul Murdoch was shot in a doorway. I think the theory is preposterous. Prosecutors also pushed back on the defense's suggestion that the bullets that killed Maggie Murdoch were fired by a person at least one foot shorter than Alec, who's six foot four. Experts demonstrated how easily a shooter's posture can change a bullet's trajectory. That's ABC's Andrew Dimbert reporting. A key piece is missing from America's push to electrify. There aren't enough electricians. It's throwing a wrench in the plan to install EV chargers, heat pumps, and other critical infrastructure in ditching more traditional energy sources. The Biden administration's Inflation Reduction Act is providing billions of dollars in subsidies for electrification. But even before those have gone into place, some electricians are already booked out for months. Kate Davis, KSL News Radio. I've had that experience trying to get an electrician. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, it's a challenge right now. That would be a great field for my son to go into. <laughs> well, and how many times have we had a conversation recently about people? We just need people that aren't afraid to get dirty or turn a, or know how to turn a wrench. Yeah. Plumbers, electricians, uh, what would be one of the other HVACs. ones? Uh, yeah, all of that. Uh, we just need people that are willing we to do. get the proper training. And in many cases, it's going to be less expensive than going to the university oh, to yeah. get a degree. And they'll get a good-paying job Absolutely. on the backside and, and perform a real service. Yeah. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear-gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? 
I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.